Hey sister, are you ready to glow up again? Girl, what's up? What is going on? How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I've been thinking a lot about this space and what it means for us and what we do when we reconvene here every week. And oh, by the way, if this is your first time listening, what's up? Hey, we have had, I don't know what has happened. There's some content that we've put out and our family has gotten bigger in the past couple of weeks. So if it's your first time listening, what's up? Welcome to the family. This is Glow Up Sister, where we go from strength to strength together. We are on a journey and a mission to go back for our sisters so that we can all glow up in every aspect and area of our lives. And this podcast is where we reconvene, have a little soul care, a little self-care, a little time to be with ourselves and our thoughts, and recuperate for the week ahead. So that's what we're doing. So welcome. I want you to feel at home. I want you to feel like this is family. This is a safe space. And it is a space that has been curated to aid you on your journey as you glow up in whatever way you feel you need to. Right. So let's get into it. I want you to take these next few seconds to take inventory for yourself. How has your week been? How are you doing? Do you need to breathe? Do you need to release? Do you need to decompress? Do you need to unclench your cheeks? Do you need to just take a moment and wusa? I want you to take that time for yourself now. And even if you're not under stress or duress, even if you're not going through a lot right now, do take this time to be mindful, practice mindfulness, and just give yourself space. Give yourself room. Allow yourself to be in a space where you're open to receive and allow yourself a space where you are taking care of your mind, body, and spirit. I know that we live busy lives and things are always moving and things are always happening. So if you will, get somewhere where you're comfortable. Get somewhere where you can shut off outside noise. We're going to go into a minute of mindfulness to just regulate our bodies and just chill if you want to meditate on the word of God, you can do that. But if you just want to sit in silence and see what happens in the silence, you can do that too. Do whatever feels comfortable. Okay, so are you feeling relaxed and ready to go? I am trying to practice what I preach and I'm trying to have moments of stillness and moments of mindfulness where I can allow my brain to just chill out for a bit because it's always on overdrive. And I feel like as people, we generally 
become overstimulated quite often. There's always something going on. There's always something else to hop onto. There's always a new something, something that's got your attention, something that's stressing you, something that is urgent, a deadline, whatever it is, it can cause us to go into overdrive. So just thought we needed that moment before we dive into the episode. Okay, today I want to talk about something. We're talking about having the audacity again. I was not playing when I said that this is our year of audacity and we are running with it. But today I want to get into being women who have the audacity to break a cycle. And that sounds powerful. And it is. So we're going to get our marching orders today. And I say we because I'm walking right through it with you. This is really a community thing. I'm not doing nothing that I'm not going through myself. Okay. When I think of breaking a cycle, to me, what the first thought that comes to mind is often, you know, when you're scrolling through social media and you see somebody say, the first in my family to go to university, the first in my family to become a millionaire, the first in my family to have a successful marriage, the first in my family. And when we see it, we applaud it and we think that's so cool. That's so dope. Like, how did they do that? But when you watch it in action is when you realize they are actively breaking a generational curse. They are breaking a cycle. They're breaking a cycle that has been seen and done perpetually before they stood up and said, nah, I'm going to be the first of something so that this can never happen again. When you stand up and say, I'm going to break this generational cycle, it's you having the strength to say, you know what? It didn't start with me, but I'm sure as heck I'm going to make sure that it ends with me and the generations that come up after me are looking to me to say, this is how this was done, so that's how we're going to continue to do it. Oftentimes we exist in a society within friendship groups, within families where things have become the norm. Ways of speaking have become the norm. Ways of coping have become the norm. Ways of carrying yourself, the way that you interact with one another. Things have become the norm, but when you step back and look at it, some of the things that we do and say are not normal. They're not the standard that we would want to set for ourselves, but because it's what we're seeing everybody else around us doing, it's what we've seen those before us do, we've assimilated and we think that, okay, cool, this is just what's done. I might not like it, but this is what's done, so that's why I'm just going to have to live with it. We're just going to sit here and it's just going to be done this way. When we're empowered to break a cycle is when we can stand up and even if we're the only one that stands up and says no, we're not going to speak to each other in this way. A boundary is going to be set up here. I'm going to carry myself in a certain way. I no longer want to have this mentality. I no longer want to accept that this is my reality. I'm going to work hard to have the opposite happen. I'm going to pray this thing off. I'm going to pray against the brokenness. I'm going to pray against the depression. I'm going to pray against the anxiety. I'm going to pray against the sabotage. I'm going to pray against the poverty mindset. I'm going to pray against alcoholism. I'm going to pray against self-loathing. I'm going to pray against low self-esteem. I'm going to pray against everything that I've seen modeled before me and the things that I have adopted. And even if it wasn't modeled for me, but the things that I've slid into as a, as a habit of nature, and the things that have become my norm. I feel like when we become people who have the audacity to break a cycle, we have to become people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. 
people who are sick of being in the same situation, people who are sick of seeing the same results over and over and over again and being tired of it. We have to be people that are tired and want different results because as soon as you get that inkling of like, you know what, this has got to end. That's when you find your fight. That's when you find your fight to stand up against it and to pray against it and to speak life into yourself. And yes, while it is important, very important to pray against it, there's also work that needs to be done. There's healing work that needs to be done on the inside. As you continue to pray against it, there's healing work that needs to be done so that you can no longer show up as that version of yourself. You can't break a cycle if you don't know what the cycle is. You can't break something that you can't identify. You can't heal what you don't reveal. For the most part, the hardest part is identifying it because we don't like to look at the bad things in us. We don't like to look at the things in us that still need some work. We don't like to look at the hurt and when we operate from a place of hurt. We don't like to discuss it. We don't like to see where we have been the ones who have wronged others and essentially those who have wronged ourselves. The work starts in identifying what is the cycle that I need to break. And I think when we put it on such a huge scale, we think it's unmanageable. Or how do I even begin to unpack and unravel the cycles and the things that have happened in generations before me? But if we break it down and make it simple, some of our cycles are bad habits. We could be somebody that says, I I press snooze at least 10 times before I wake up. Or I skip breakfast a lot, and then by the time it comes to lunchtime, I'm eating enough for three people. There are habits that we grow into as well that can become cycles that are not beneficial and essentially are unhealthy for us. So in identifying your cycles, don't make it such a huge thing. You could also say to yourself, I'm, I'm going to be the first person in my family to eat healthy. I'm going to be the first person to put a limit on my spending. I'm going to be the first person to operate in self-control. I'm going to be the first person to make my bed every morning. I don't know what it is, but there are habits that we adopt that become cycles. And if we want to elevate and if we want to glow up in every aspect of our lives, that means big and small. So when we say we have the audacity to break a cycle, it means we need to be self-aware enough to know what are some of the unhealthy cycles that I've fallen into. What are some of the things that I do when I'm upset that aren't beneficial? How do I cope when I'm going through a tough time? How do I vent? How do I fill a void of loneliness? What are the things that I go to? What are the things that I run to? And are they healthy? Are they feeding me or are they taking from me? Think about it. The first step is identifying what area of your life something needs to change. What area of your life are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? And I think we oftentimes run from identifying it because we don't want to face the truth. And sometimes when you do face the truth, we can get a little upset about it and be like, well, I didn't cause this. I was just born into this family. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this to be the norm. I didn't ask for me to be someone who attracts toxic friendships or toxic relationships. I didn't ask for it. I just ended up here. It's not my fault. What can I do about it? In some cases, it's not our fault that sometimes our foundational relationships have molded us in a certain way. 
and in our adulthood, we are left to deal with the consequences. But while our trauma is not our fault, it is our own responsibility to heal. I don't know if you can relate, but I definitely can relate to having a foundation that is not conventional. It's not like most. And I have witnessed and seen some dysfunction. And in that, I started to think about where do I fit in in this? How do I show up in the world? How do I speak to others? What is the norm? How do people relate to one another in a manner that is healthy and fruitful? I don't know. I really, I don't know who this is for, but I just want to say that although you may be born into brokenness, it does not negate the plan that God has for your life. He knows each gift that he's given you. He knows every ability that he's given you and every dream that he's placed down on the inside of you. And what he desires is for you to live in your divine purpose. Even if everything around you doesn't look like what he's told you, even if where you are right now doesn't look like the vision that God has given you, or even an inkling of what you aspire to be or the things that you see yourself being healed from, even if it doesn't look like it now, just be reminded that God did not make a mistake when he made you and he did not make a mistake when he placed you in the family and in the communities that he's placed you in. And sometimes if you see that nothing around you is changing, it's because he wants to use you as the vessel to be that chain breaker, to be that curse breaker. But before you can go out and do it, you need to equip yourself and be strong enough for the fight ahead. Oh, yeah, that was for someone. That was most definitely for someone. Girl, whatever it is that feels like it's hurting you right now, whatever feels useless, I want you to know that it will all be revealed in his time. He sees each tear that you cry and he knows your deepest, darkest secrets, the things that you don't talk to anybody about. He knows each and every single one of them. He knows the things that keep you up at night and he's sorry that you had to go through what you did. But don't ever let any of it invalidate you. Most of all, I want you to remember who you are and most importantly, I want you to remember whose you are. So when you think, where am I going to get the strength to break this cycle and to show up in a way that no one has ever seen before. Think of the God who created you and think of what he's placed down on the inside of you. That's where your strength is. I need you to wake up every day swinging and remember that you have strength by the power of the Holy Spirit to break the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it. Can I be real with you guys? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've said multiple times that lyric dissections are my favorite thing to do on this podcast. Lyric dissections were actually born out of the original version of this podcast before we did our rebrand and I love doing them. You know how much I love like looking at songs and dissecting what the lyrics mean for us. However, copyright has been playing with us a little bit so I'm going to have to change the format in which we do them. But in doing so, I need you to stay connected, girl, because we will no longer be having our lyric dissections in the episode. Instead, we are moving them either to YouTube or Instagram. 
or either or or both. But either way, you have to be connected because in building this community, I really want it to be a community where we can interact with one another and do all those fun things. So lyric dissections are not disappearing but they will now be in video form. If you have songs you want us to dissect and get into, let me know. Fitting the episode that we are listening to currently, this one, we are going to dive into a song about cycles. And I want you to just ponder and think what it might be, but that'll be out later on this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. It's coming. And some routine announcements before I get out of your hair. Let the church say amen. So as I've just said, we are moving lyric dissections to other formats, YouTube and Instagram. We may even do like a lyric dissection live or something like that. You heard it here first. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But know that Globe Sister is actively, actively getting out there in terms of social media. So I'm going to be very, very real about it. I was thinking about the reach that we have and the people who are connected to this community. And I don't do anything on a whim. Everything is very intentional. And I pray before I get on this microphone, before I put anything out, whatever it is, I always make sure to pray over it and I ask God to breathe on it. And a few weeks ago, I was praying and I was thinking and I was like, you know, Glow Up Sister could be something so much bigger than what we have going on right now. And I prayed on it and I said, God, just breathe on it. Just breathe on this. And I started putting more intention behind some of the content that you're seeing, especially across social media. And one thing about God, you just got to ask him for it. And he going to do going to flip it and do it. OK, because we reached, I think, 45,000 individual accounts in two weeks time, which is crazy to me. I don't even understand it. And that's how we've had so many people join the family. But um yeah, I don't know. I just want to encourage someone, ask God to breathe on what you're working on, but also meet him with your level of faith and meet him with the level of output. So pray on it, but also put the work in and watch him flip it around. That was not an announcement. That was just something that I wanted to share with you because you're my sister. So I'm just sharing with you. Okay. But because we are on socials, I want you to stay connected with us. We're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on threads. And on threads, I want it to be a little more laid back where we can just have conversations and kiki. And like, I want to get to know you guys one-on-one. I want to know like stuff about you. Earlier today, before recording this episode, I did ask you about what cycles do you think need breaking? And the general consensus is we got work to do, ladies. We have work to do. And with that, we have reached the end of this episode. But as such, we've also reached the end of another week. I'm proud of you because you keep on keeping on even when it gets difficult and even when you get tired and even when you get overwhelmed, you keep on showing up for yourself. I'm proud of you. Proud of you for showing up for you. And I know that you're going to thank yourself for it at a later date. Keep showing up, keep doing the soul work, keep doing the work to glow up, sis. <sighs> yeah. I pray that you would have the best week that you have had in a long time. Pray that it would be an intentional week. I pray that things would begin to shift in your life. And I pray that you would have peace. I want you to have peace that surpasses all understanding. And girl, if nobody has told you thus far, you are so fearfully and wonderfully made 
You are unique. You are one of one. There's a reason that there is breath in your lungs and you've been called for a season and a time such as this and nobody can do it quite the way that you can. Okay, girl, hold your head high. You are a king's kid, baby. You belong in those rooms. Hold your head high and carry this walk out with grace. I'll catch up with you again next time. Bye.